What is up, everybody? That sounds like I'm on my YouTube channel, but welcome back to What the Fatherhood. We are back here with me and Mike Bauer, who is recently unemployed, but not really. <laughs> he, but he, he, he's, he stopped his job. Yeah. Uh, he, he got a new job after how many years? How many years you've been doing the job? So in March, I would have been there for 20 years. You're old, first of all. Like that is okay. a, even. How, when did you get that job? Like right out of high school, or what, what I was you? I was 19. Yeah, I was oh, like okay. I had been 19 for like a month and a half, something like that. Yeah, look at that. So. That's a big change. That's a big change. Moving on. Yeah, it's big. It's scary. So for those of you who don't know, um, I was a mechanic. I'm now a retired mechanic, which feels good. Um, going to be a little easier on my body because yes, Kevin, I am getting older. I'm going to work at a in a parts department for a company that builds dump trucks. So um, scary, you know, less money, but more time at home. So, Hey, more time at home is important. That's why we talk about this stuff. And it's going to be an adjustment for the family too. Anytime you got a new job, it's an adjustment yeah. no matter what. It's a good adjustment though, because it's, it's closer to my house. So mm. not only are my hours better, I'll be out at 4.30 every day instead of 5.30. I'll be home. Like if I literally, if I just, let's say it's 4.30 and I stand up and walk to my car and drive home, I will be home by 4.40. Yeah. Like it, right now, it takes me, depending on traffic, anywhere between 20 to 40 minutes to get home mm -hmm. because traffic is just so you never know. But um, yeah, less money, but more time at home, just better hours. Um, I'm really just excited about, it. I won't, you know, one of the things too, like I won't have to shower every night because, you know, with my job being a mechanic, I, um, I get really dirty every day and I feel gross. So there's whatever time, you know what I mean? And like, I'll just, be, mm -hmm. okay. So today was my last day at my job and we got done. We had a lot of stuff not show up, which was great. So I got out of there. I've clocked out at 10 after three and then I had like some stuff. So the, actually, the new company that I'm going to work for helped me bring my toolbox home, which was fantastic. If you're not a mechanic, just so you know, moving those toolboxes is not easy. Most trucks can't handle them because <laughs> they're so heavy. Like my pickup truck wouldn't be able to handle my toolbox. And it costs a couple hundred bucks to rent a vehicle, you know, yeah. that's strong enough to get home. So the guy helped me bring it home. I had my service cart there, which I sold to the one guy that's still going to stay there. And uh, I just had like the bare essentials. So I signed out at 10 after three. I load all my stuff up. I get out of there at like quarter or four. And then I just had like this time mm -hmm. at home by myself. And I'm like, what is this? We were <laughs> sitting down eating dinner today, my wife and I, at the table in our kitchen. And I look up at the clock and it was 530. And I'm like, this yeah. is glorious. Yeah. And I, I know it's not going to be like that every night, obviously, you know, with running core around and my wife sometimes uh works till like six o'clock or whatever um so it's, i know it's not always going to be like that but it's going to be great i'm excited yeah yeah I'm excited yeah you should be and you get the yeah. uh, that and, and, and you know new jobs are rejuvenate you a little bit I, I started that new job this year so it's rejuvenated me it's a busier i'm much busier uh but see i'm gonna be um, less busy at my new job <laughs> Yeah, but I'm the type of guy that awesome. likes busy. So like for me, it's just I need to be going, going, going. Uh, and so, it, you know, it's it's been good. So, yeah. But, yeah, no. What else? What's the topic for today? What are we talking about? All right, man. We got to we got to talk about this. We got to talk about the Swifties taking over the NFL. dude. We're both 
we're both football guys here. We enjoy it. And you know what? If you like Taylor Swift, great. Good for you. I have a lot of respect for her as a person. She's somebody who I guess is a good role model. I don't know. But we gotta we gotta chill. This has to it's got to it's got to freaking chill. Like uh, the one game, so the Jets Chiefs game, Isaiah Pacheco scores a touchdown and they pan up to Taylor Swift. Like what mm-hmm. what is she, what she doesn't have anything to do with that. And mm-hmm. did you hear like in the past week I guess the NFL was pressuring networks to run free Taylor Swift ads or something like that. First yeah. of all, don't do that to the networks because all they do is they pass the cost on the consumer. And secondly, she doesn't need free advertisement. And neither does the NFL. They're both multi-billion dollar corporations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get out of here with that crap. I want your thoughts mm-hmm. on it, Kevin, because you tag me in a lot of that crap, <laughs> and I know why you're doing it. I just do it to bother you. Uh, it works. <laughs> uh, I just do it to bother you. Now, you know, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I like Taylor Swift. Uh, we definitely, both of us have different different music taste. Uh, but, sure. like, I don't listen to it all the time. I just, like, you know, I, I enjoy watching her rise. She's around my age, so she kind of came, like, in that high school and everything like that. But I think, you know, Travis Kelsey said it on the podcast. He does it with Jason Kelsey um, on New Heights. He was talking about how it's got a little out of hand. I think it's just the NFL tapping into a market that they've never been in before and i think they've kind of that podcast just out of curiosity i listen to some of it the shorts and all Um, that kind of stuff i have no time in my life and so like i'll like i'll pull up some of the shorts and stuff like that but it's really good like i know it's really good but it's hard for me to listen like an hour podcast of the day yeah me too Plus, I'm trying to listen to other stuff that I, that I try to do. But I, you know, he mentioned that. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think the NFL always is looking to make money. And I think they really want her to perform at a halftime show. I think that's what this is about, like the Super Bowl halftime show. And like they're rushing out Usher this year. I mean, come on, man. I haven't listened to Usher in like 15 years. Like, I don't know what we're doing there. Like, so what was the I think last they time won- he put out an album. It's been a while, right? I, you know, a lot of these old guys old guys these artists that were big when we were younger um they just i don't know let's see uh let's go to his discography come on wikipedia what do you got for me here discography 2016 yeah so it's been he's got he's got one coming out next year actually well there you go but yeah i think that's why they want him you know, I think that's why they want her to like do that stuff. But yeah, it is get it is what it is. I, I don't let it bother me very much because I do think it's funny that like so many people get bothered because it's like, dude, if you're worried about Taylor Swift that much, then your life must be pristine. Because if that that's what you care about, then you gotta you got a lot of things coming. Yeah, it's not that she it bothers me per se. <laughs> she bothers it, you. It well, bothers you. it's just like it's like all right, we we get it. You know what I mean? The NFL, they love to overdo shit. Yeah. You know that as well as I do. Just like I don't need to see Brittany Mahomes. I really don't need to see Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> like just get these people out of here. Just play the game. And I do want to say, um, so the Eagles first Monday night of the game, first Monday night game that they had this year was against someone. I don't remember. Maybe it was the Vikings, whatever. You're an Eagles fan, bro. Like I feel like you should know that. It's been a long month, um, but they played it at 730, which for us East Coast dads, you know, thank you, JJ Zacharyson, for coming up with that. It, it was great. The game was over by 1030. 
You know what I mean? It wasn't pushing midnight, which some of these games do. Like, I got to get up and work the next day. So there, there's no reason that the NFL can't play um, these games at 730. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I understand that they they like to cater to people on the West Coast, too. I get that. And with the time difference and everything, but the ratings are still going to be there. People find a way. You know what I mean? Everybody has TVs on their phones now. It, they got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like five is a good time. That's a good time. So if it started at five, your time. Okay, but look, here's the, here's the thing. Like, if it started at eight here, then then start it at eight. Like, yeah, these these games that are supposed to be eight twenty, they're not kicking off until eight forty five, eight fifty. Like, just yeah. start it on time, okay? And if you're gonna d- delay a little bit, show me whatever plane is flying over the stadium on TV. I like when they do that. <laughs> So, uh, so, so, yeah, I just, a little segue with the on time thing. Uh, are you like that guy that likes to be on time five minutes early? Are you, are you the Tom Coughlin 10 minutes early type of guy? Like, are you late? Where are you at? Where are you at with like showing up at things? Cause it's hard with kids. Like, one kid is not that bad. But yeah, when I, now I have three. It's super hard to make sure, like, I, I'm an on time 10 minutes Tom Coughlin type. Uh, but Me it's, too. It's, 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 it's tough when you get like kids and stuff at things. No, Anyways. I'm, I'm an on time guy um i prefer that but yeah it is hard when you have kids especially i don't know how my kid times it where she always has to take a shit right when we have to leave to be somewhere (laughs) i gotta go to the bathroom like come on (laughs) but what Mm -hmm. am i supposed to do like tell my kid no you can't go to the bathroom like i can't do that obviously and i wouldn't but it's yeah i like to be on time or early preferably because you never know what kind of traffic you're going to run into and there's always things you can do if you're early. Like there's always stuff you can find to do. Like and there's yeah. always things like that that like I don't mind being early. I like showing my girls to be early. Like that's how I was kind of raised. I used to always get made fun of when I was growing up because like my friends and stuff, my mom would always be early. So like we'd always be sitting there or like, you know, you know how friends can do that and like oh Kevin's gonna be there early. Cause that's just how my mom was. So like I'm the same way. My wife likes to be there early too, but not as early as I do. Like I just I don't I wanna plan for things. I hate feeling rushed. No, so do I. And that's, you know, that's honestly another big thing with my job, too, is I feel like part of the reasons I changed it, I never had any time at night. It's like my time was so compressed and I have things I have to do, you know, like start getting ready for work the next day. Got (laughs) to eat. Uh, Thursday nights, my wife works late. So I pick her up and make dinner. And then it's hard in the summer, too, because like I'm in a 110 degree shop. I leave work. I pick my daughter up. Now I'm standing in front of a stove yeah. and all I want to do is take a shower, you know? So now it'll be just a little, little bit of a breather here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which nice. is good. Yeah. You know, which is good. Sorry. I got up to ask, but yeah, I would say like the Taylor Swift stuff, uh, you know, just, it'll be over what in a few weeks. We'll get a couple songs out of it and we're not going to worry about it. They're not staying together. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, it'd be it's cool just, if they did, but I, I mean, so. I don't know. Just like seeing them together, it doesn't feel like a natural yeah. fit to me. I, I don't know. It's he just seems a little bit more like he seems like I don't honestly, though, you think about it. What type of guy would be good for a girl like Taylor Swift? Because like a woman like that who is so 
just on top of the world and so successful like what she needs somebody else who is at that level yeah but then a lot of men who are at levels like that don't want a woman like that you know what no. i mean they want uh they want a trophy wife so I don't really know. And I'll be perfectly honest with you. Some of the men that she's dated, I had no idea who they were until they no. dated her. And then, you know, you see the headlines. She broke up with whoever. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I know that he dated her and that's it. I really don't care either way. You know, I, I just, and part of it too, is I just feel like that's, that's someone's personal life. And I understand it's hard to keep that personal when you're a celebrity but still mm -hmm. i just think like give people some space let them live their lives they're here to entertain us we don't need to know everything that they're doing with their life nor yeah. should we really care no i could care less i just like bothering you by it that's all that's the only thing like, I just, like, well my friend like... my friend jorge likes to do that too um he loves to tag me and all this stuff because he knows it torments me uh-huh I got more than one person. No, I know Jorge. Yeah, yeah. Jorge's a good if, guy. For those of you who don't know, my friend Jorge Edwards uh, does a show called Fantasy and Frames. Jorge just had surgery. He tore like a muscle on his like on his leg, which yeah. that's that just sounds that awful. Sound fun? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want any part of that. No. No, I don't Let's want see. any part of that stuff going on. Like that's no. it. As we get older, you got to protect yourself out here. Like you got to be very careful. Like, like I went to the gym and I did something to my like back and shoulder right now, and it's just like I feel it. And like you know, ten years ago, or for you, twenty years ago, we would have been able to just bounce right back up. But now, you know, it's it's tough. Now I'm ice in my shoulder and stuff. You know, actually, that was something I was thinking about earlier today, twenty years ago. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I wonder how I'm going to do with stuff like that because I used to be at my old job, I was moving around so much. So you kind of mm -hmm. stay a little bit loose and limber. So I wonder how that's going to be now. I'm going to be more desk slash office oriented. Oh yeah. So, yeah. But there's, there's still going to be times where I'm going to have to like go out in the shop and do things. Yeah. Like, you have to watch metabolism, buddy. It's going to be a little bit different, like I yeah yeah that's how i shifted so i shifted from being a teacher where i wasn't i mean i was active but i'm not ad active and now i'm walking i'm as assistant principal so i'm walking around a lot so i hit about ten thousand steps a day and i've lost like 10 pounds just not even from lifting or working out just walking like it's so uh, it's been good the one thing is too like so this building is huge so i'll have to like there's going to be a lot of ground for me to cover when i have to and there's two buildings so if i have to go get things or put things in the other building that's like mm -hmm. all the way over there and then like, oh, we have to go back here and do this. That's like the distance from where I'm going to be to that is like three times of what the entire shop area was that I was working in. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's still, you know, just the distances to get places is a lot bigger, but it's nice that it's not like the place I was working at was super cluttered and small and tiny and this place is big mm -hmm. and it's open and I don't have to like trip over stuff and walk around things constantly. That's that's gonna be really nice <laughs> but you know hey you know part of one of my problems too and this is something that i do personally i know a lot of people that do it is i stress eat so when i get really stressed ah. i just but so now if i don't have as much stress in my life i'm not going to be looking to do stuff like that so you know yeah hopefully yeah and, I, yeah. and you know i'll be happier so maybe i won't be reaching for the snacks as much to try to build that void if 
if you will. Yeah. It's the kids, man. I get like the the goldfish kill me. These girls, those goldfish, they leave like half-eaten goldfish around the house. You can't just throw those away. You got to eat them. Can't waste that. Do you mm-hmm. do the dad tax when they're having a snack in the car? You reach your... If it, it depends, if it, it, it sometimes like it depends on what the snack is. All right, so they go saying, "Do you do the dad tax? Like reach your hand back and uh, you know, yeah, it depends on the snack. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like like the applesauce or like they're like well, that's know, some of the other stuff. That's different. pretzels, <laughs> like you know, some of those other things. Like I'll, I'll steal some every once in a while. My oldest will just give you, and my middle child now is she will not. She will yell at me, and she's a psychopath. So like she's she's not giving up any of her snacks. Uh, but oh, yeah, Corey like, doesn't yeah. do it. She's not happy about it. But I'm <laughs> like, uh-uh. no. Or if it's something that I have to open for her, then I just. Uh-huh. I take one or two. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, you yeah. gotta pay. You gotta pay the uh, the tax man up here. Sorry, sweetie. I had to drop the uh, today uh, with my kid. She was upset about um, grandma accidentally threw her slushy away, and or something like that. So that caused you know like a meltdown. And I was like, listen, kid, there are kids dying from starvation. All right, you're not gonna be crying over a freaking um, a slushy right now. So I got to drop that today. I felt old. I felt like my mom back in the day. I was like, listen, there's people out there that don't have what you have. Like you stop crying. The slushy that was probably like six hours old. That yeah. She was uh-huh. never going to finish. I, I know. I know. Court is the same crap. It's like, she always wants my wife to make her a smoothie. I mm. promise I'm going to drink it this time. And she never does. And mm. we end up throwing it away. And I'm like, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? They want something. You can't not feed them. Mm-hmm. It's that's that's something that really frustrates me personally. I hate wasting yeah. food. Hate wasting food. Yeah, I'll never forget. It always stands out to me. So like, I was growing up. We were. I grew up pretty poor. So like, uh, you know, we always made sure we ate everything there. And then like, I went to my buddy's house one time, and I'll never forget. Like, you know, they were. They, I think they had steak or something like that. He ate like like a half of it and threw the other half away. And I just remember being in that house like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, you can't throw that away. Like, this is like, that's expensive. And he's like, oh, yeah, we have tons of it. Though. It's okay. And I'm just like, so it's just funny how you grow up different ways. Like, you know, like, that's how I feel here. It's like, oh, you know, we have, you know, we're, we're, we're well off. We're not rich, but we're well off. We have the money to be able to feed you guys, but you got to eat it. Like, you know, but I also don't yeah. want to be that draconian, like, you're going to the garage like you know that's what my dad's dad used to do apparently like you, you they made it eat in the garage if they didn't eat or or they would keep it for breakfast in the morning and stuff like that so like there's no. a fine line no we i feel bad like my wife she tries to be as good as she can when she food shops and we get what we need mm-hmm. and we get you know some little extras like we have some snacks here we don't yes. go crazy with it or anything like that but she always she apologizes to me. She's like, I spent this much and this is all I got. And I'm like, you did nothing wrong. This is not your fault. This is mm-hmm. just how things are right now. And I read an article a while ago how grocery prices have come down. Could have fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> someone's lying. Someone's lying, man. Like uh. they, they don't look cheaper to me, dude. That's all I'm saying. It's just it's it's expensive. Everything's really expensive right now. Like uh, gas here is almost, it's still almost $6. Uh, and as someone who commutes, like it's, it's killing me. Uh, luckily we have a car that, you know, gets 50 something to gallons, to ga- uh, miles to the gallon, but yeah, it's expensive. You got, you got hybrids, right? 
we have a Kia Nero, and so it's like a hybrid, and it gets about 52, and then we have a Fusion, it gets about 40-ish, 36 to 40. So that's not that's not too bad. I'm looking um, for when I get a new car, I think because my commute's going to be so little now, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to get a little car. Like, I was looking at a, a Kia Spectra, yeah. I think it is. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, what do I need? If I need something bigger, I have my Silverado. Right. And I, you know, for moving mm-hmm. things around or if we just want to go somewhere, we have more room. My wife has a CX-5, which has been at the dealership for three weeks, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed, well, she noticed that it was having a problem when it was shifting. So, you know, it's still under the powertrain warranty. So I took it up there and it needs a new transmission. Middle of November, they're telling me. Um, ah. Yeah. So, you know, it's great insuring and paying payments on a car that we're not driving. Uh, but we're going up there tomorrow morning to get a loaner because I was like, dude, we need need something here like i can't you guys are killing me uh but no that's pretty cool like that's good mileage it sucks that it's still six dollars a gallon but we're Uh, pushing yeah we're pushing four dollars a gallon here which is very high um for pennsylvania i mean if you go up the closer to new york city it's more obviously Mm -hmm. big city but um i thought you guys had a minivan you look like a minivan dad kevin nah Never, never gonna be a minivan dad. How do you fit three kids in those cars then? Just out of curiosity. Uh, well, I mean, we don't. So the Kia Nero. So we bought that for my wife before we knew we were gonna have a third kid. So I took that car. So now I commute, and since my commute's longer, um, I have that car. They have my Fusion, and the Fusion's pretty big. Like it's big enough to fit three kids right now. So okay. you know, two car seats and a booster seat for my other daughter. Once the other kids in the booster seat, it'll be pretty snug. But we'll probably get a new car at some point. But you know how it is. Like my my fusion's paid off. I'm not trying to buy a new car um, for that one. And then yeah. you know the Nero was expensive. It was brand new. We bought it two years ago. We bought it before it got all crazy. Uh, but you know, just just trying to make as much money as possible and save as much money as possible. Yeah. I was gonna ask you something. I could. <laughs> completely just just whiffed like going into it i don't even know. oh it's booster seats you keep your kids in booster seats so they're like 12 now i don't know man it, i think it just it? depends on their weight i think it just depends on the weight we haven't gotten that point in my life for like that schedule so uh yeah you're but still i'm pretty like sure a couple years away i think you know we're six four and, and whatever but yeah i don't um i think it's just I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I don't even know technically. Like, so I think children under age of eight's got to have a car seat or booster seat in the back seat or something like that. I just looked it up. Oh. So, yeah, if they're four, nine, or eight years old, you can you can put them in a regular seat. The thing that the biggest hoax to me is that these car seats expire. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> like straight up. Like, like okay, I, I understand that safety shit changes, but come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> work with me here yeah yeah that's crap and and i'll tell you what you want to talk about a scam i'm sorry anyone out there listening that has kids you know that car seats are a scam yeah big time i bought when we when we got the car seats for her i bought three because i bought one for my car one for my wife's car and one for my mother-in-law's car because she was helping you like take cora to and from like Mm -hmm. what i would do is my basically my work at that time was halfway between our house and their house and she was watching every day so 
she would just be waiting for me up the street when I got there. And then I would just put her in the car seat and she would go and blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I bought three car seats. It was almost $700 with tax. Oh, everything. yeah. And I'm like, right. this is, and I'm never, I'm never going to be able to recoup that money. The no. car seat's almost expired now. Like, what am I, yeah. I, I guess at that point in time, she'll be in a booster seat. Then I had to get something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and parents not usually like buy, you know, like a, used car seat like that's not usually what they do especially first-time parents they won't do it we um we actually did sell one thing um the little base and the car seat that clicked into it yeah because somebody had their first baby like right after cora got out of it so Mm. the timing worked out really well so i think we sold, and that would have been like whatever we sold that for like 150 bucks so it was at mm. least i got that money to put towards the car seats but but my god <laughs> like, mm-hmm. come on although it's i did read them. after the fact that the cheaper ones are the same safety wise it's just yeah. the ease of use for us the dads because the moms don't use the car seat we put the car no. seat in the car i'm my wife doesn't even she doesn't even snug her straps all the way because Cora's always like it's too tight. I'm back there. I'm like I'm yanking as hard as I can. I'm like you're not going anywhere, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. You got to keep them safe. Come on, that's the deal. That's how it rolls. Drives, but yeah, drives me up the wall, dude. There's a lot of things that cost a lot of money that shouldn't cost a lot of money. Food, rent, <laughs> utilities. Utilities are nuts right now. I'll tell you what, like, like our gas bill, like, I just don't understand it. Like, I'm just like looking at it. Like we're paying $200 more than we did last year at this time. Well, so what do you use your gas for? Well, we have a gas, uh, water heater. That's probably the most, that's probably it. How much was your, how much is your gas bill? Uh, so this last month it was almost $200. And all you have is a gas water heater. And we have a gas stove, but yeah, that's it. So we have everything gas, um, water heater, stove, dryer, and um, heat. Mm-hmm. Do you use heat in California, Kevin? No. Well, I mean, you'll use it here. Like we'll use it at maybe sometimes at night or usually just throw on a sweater. Uh, and so, like where I live in California, it gets cold like in, I would say November to like January, but like you don't necessarily use it like Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll be we'll be turning it on within the next few weeks. But anyway, my gas bill for the last month was thirty seven dollars. Yeah, you're a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, now my last electric bill still had a lot of air conditioning on it. So mm-hmm. that was like two hundred thirty one dollars. Yeah, so we get gas plus the air conditioning that we have to have out here because it gets like 110 degrees. So like yeah. my bill was pushing 500 this summer. See, that's your electric bill was pushing 500 dollars. But combined, okay, combined, that's still you, that's still that, too much. They're charging you way too much for gas. That's mm-hmm. that's it's theft, and it the problem is like they they do it because they can. And there's yeah. nothing yeah. we can do about it. Because PG E here, so we have Pacific Gas and Electric out here. There's no other gas, there's no other, you know, there's no other electric company you can go for. So they're monopoly essentially. And they get away yep. with it. And so like because there is like in 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 Southern California, it's it's something else. It's still PG E, but it's something else. And they're a little cheaper, but not that much because I used to live in San Diego. 
but yeah, it's it's monopoly here, and they have millions of dollars, like millions of dollars, like and they um, they're the they're responsible for like a bunch of fires that have happened here because they refuse to dig the lines underneath the ground. And so they'd rather get the lawsuits and just spend and pay them off than actually spend the money to put them on it. And people have died and they don't care because they're a monopoly and everybody has to use them. They do not care what they charge you. And, and I know this because I was gone for like two weeks, me and my family were gone for two weeks. And like, when you look at the itemized bill, it'll show you when you use it. And they said, I used more in those two weeks. And I was like, I wasn't even home. I called them and I was like, I wasn't even home. And they're like, that's what the reader says. And like, they wouldn't take it off. And like, I'm like, you guys are crooks. Like, yeah, it's just straight up what you are. You guys are crooks. I, I just, th that infuriates me. And it's not even my gas bill, dude. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's yeah. so freaking frustrating. We have UGI here. Um, we call them underground idiots. Mm. Uh, but they have been, so there was, and this was a long time ago. Like, I think I was, just i was still in high school this is how long ago it was but this is typical bureaucracy there was a house explosion in allentown which would be like the biggest city by me and it was because of faulty gas lines and just within the last few years they're actually starting to update all mm -hmm. the gas lines but now they're doing like the entire lehigh valley which is the area that i live in so they dug up broadway which is the road that was where i was working at and they did that. They did some water lines. They did whatever. They were working on it for a year and a half for on one road. And then I had them working on 10th Street, which is the road I have to take to get to work. Yeah. So it's like I, I drive through it. Then I have to deal with it all day. And then I drive through it again at night. And I'm going over these roads. And like because, you know, whenever they patch it, they can't like patch it smooth. It has to be like some big indent curvature. And I'm like, what? Take some fucking pride in your work. But yeah. I know what's going to happen. They're going to say, hey, Leah Valley, we're good. No more chance of explosion. Then they're going to jack the rates up. I could yeah. feel it coming. Feel it. And mm -hmm. they are so bad. What? So the town I live in, uh, Northampton, Pennsylvania, for those of you who don't know, uh, we are the Concrete Kids. Woohoo! There used to be a company here called Atlas Cement Company. Um, Atlas Cement, actually, Kevin provided a lot of cement for the Panama Canal and the Empire State Building, but they closed in 1982. Anyway, one of the biggest sources of pride was that we had our two main streets were uh, concrete. Laubach Avenue was paved first because that's where the school is on. So they wanted that to be like nice and smooth. And that's where like the sports complex is for the, the high school and the junior high and everything. But Main Street was concrete until the year 2000. So they said new millennium, new town or whatever bullshit they fed us at the time. So they paved it. And then two weeks later, UGI came and dug up this huge portion of fresh macadam. They fixed a bunch of stuff and they put a shitty patch job on it. And this is the one thing that I will say about the town I live in. When utility companies or people do stuff like that, they really come to bat for you and they go, no, they made yeah. them repave an entire section of the road, like a nice. huge section. So they're cool with that. And like, they're good with our garbage too. Like they always, they, um, they negotiate good garbage contracts for us. So like we only pay $305 a year for garbage and recycling for a weekly pickup for both, which is mm -hmm. some of the cheapest in this area. I don't know. Like garbage, again, another thing that's way too expensive. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? You charge me a lot of money. We pay uh, my banana yeah, you, peels away. <laughs> you're not gonna like what this is. So we pay. So our garbage and water and sewage is all in one uh, bill. And they do pay, that in some places around here. Not here. I do have to pay separate water and sewer. Yeah. It's like 150 bucks a quarter. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, you know, I pay about. You know, it depends. If I'm illegally watering my lawn, <laughs> I pay a little bit more. Um, but if I'm not. I would say about 94 bucks a month for garbage, water, and sewer. That's not that bad. Okay. What do you, well, hold on. What do you mean illegally watering your lawn? So in California, you're only allowed to water your lawn in the Central Valley on certain days. So like I can only water my lawn during the summer on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then on the other days, you're not allowed to water. But you know how that goes. It your lawn's gonna die, and I'm not having my lawn die because that goes my property value for my property. So you know, I set the you know I set the lawn or the you know the timer for my sprinklers. I set it like you know casually at three a.m. and I set it at like different times. I know they're not gonna be out, um, and I, I water my lawn a little bit of illegally. So I'm a little bit on the down low <laughs> trying to make sure my water stays green. And they have dudes, so they hire water guys. And they drive trucks to catch properties to see if they're watering. Uh, so they actually, oh yeah, they drive around. So I've gotten a warning once. Uh, so, but that was my fault because uh, we had the power go out, so my timer adjusted wrong. So like it was at six a.m. So they were up then, but they're too lazy to come like at two thirty. So like every week I set a different time. So like two thirty, and then I'm at like you know like one fifteen. Like so I, I jump it around just in case. Um, that way I have a green water or a green lawn out there and I can make sure that my water stays, you know, water, my, my lawn stays watered. Illegal one lottery. Did you say that they gave you a fine or a warning? They gave me a warning. So they always give you a warning. So every year, like, I guess your timer starts over something because every year, like every calendar year, you get a warning, like if something like that happens, so if you're watering, they'll take pictures and shit. Like, but see, here's the, the the bad part. One time they took a picture and it was my neighbor's sprinkler spraying water on my lawn, but they thought it was my <laughs> sprinkler. And I was like, that's not even my sprinkler. I was like, that's, you know, and I had to challenge them. I had to go to like court or water court, go in there and say like, and I had to give them pictures of where I, my sprinklers are at because I didn't want the warning because the next one's a fine. I was, and I was already illegally watering my lawn. Like, so they know like, and I was like, if I get, I don't want to get fined yet. So I had to, my cheap ass was, I had to fight this thing. And so like, they actually had to come out and then they had to check to see where the sprinkler was at. And I won. So. I, I am so enamored with water court that you have like, the show Night Court was great, but this might uh -huh. be this is this yeah, is like right. that show, the Philadelphia Parking Authority show. This is somehow oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is better, in my no, opinion. They, they hire people to come out and check your water. What a waste of fucking bureaucracy. Like you're yeah. like, my God. Yeah. But <laughs> what a just the real what, thing, bro. Oh my god. I'm just hearing about stuff like that infuriates me. I, I don't think I could live in California. I don't think I could afford to live in California, to be honest with you. I don't know how you do it. All right, everybody. We're going to end it there for this week. But don't worry. We've got a whole other half of this episode ready to roll. It's going to be coming out in two weeks or three, depending if we can't uh, find time to record anything else. We will make sure that we get back here. You know, stretch it out. We'll do what we can. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time.